98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Burns and Gambo. Five o'clock hour, the Burns and Gambo show. Time to head up to Las Vegas. Oh, I wish I was going to Las Vegas right now. That sounds kind of nice. But we're going to just go there via the telephone and check in with Vinny Bonsignor. He is the beat writer who covers the Raiders for the Las Vegas Review Journal. And he joins us here on the Burns and Gambo show. Vinny, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show, man. We appreciate your time. How you doing? I'm doing really good. And to Gambo, um, just so you know, as a uh, as somebody that just moved to Las Vegas a couple of years ago, it's interesting to me how so many Italians uh, we end up in the desert. I don't know. I don't, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a New York Italian, right? So my father's born in Messina. Uh, system. There you so go. I, like I, I, I'm supposed to end up in Florida. Somehow I ended up in Arizona. I've been here since like '96. It's, it's interesting how that works out, Vinny. I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I wasn't sure whether I was going to call you Bon Signor or Bon Signore. I, I was asking our producer a hundred times. Is it? Are you sure I got the pronunciation right? Because I wanted <laughs> to make absolute sure. I was saying the last name correctly. So uh, no, yes. you did. You did a great job. No, you know the correct is Bon Signore, but I don't expect people to uh, to do all that. Yeah. And, that would and, mean and, in Italian. Italian, that means good man. Exactly. Yes. Oh yes. Good man. I'm just going to. I'll be impressed if you know what my last name means. I don't. I. 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 I, I don't. You parla Italiano? You just speak a any bit. Italian? Just a little bit. Unpo, unpo. It means golden leg. Gambadoro means oh. golden leg. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Very good. So you learn something new every day. Absolutely. There you go. What can we learn about this Raiders team? What? How? What's their level of disappointment after week one? What's their level of desperation going into week two against the Cardinals, Vinny? I, you know, I think it's. I think it's definitely more uh, disappointment, um, but also. You know, nuanced and 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 more than uh, in perspective. Somebody had to win uh, game one. It was a hot, humid day uh, in Los Angeles. I can't believe I'm saying using uh, those adjectives to uh, to describe LA weather, but it was. Um, and it was a good against a really good team. And you know what? The Raiders made some uh, critical errors. You can't you can't throw three interceptions, especially if your defense is enforcing uh, turnovers. But at the end of the day. You know, they had the ball uh, with three minutes left down by five points uh, and were actually playing, you know, the, the momentum had, had switched to their side. So they, they, they walk away from Los Angeles saying, you know what, if, if not for a couple of errors, um, you know, the, an easy, a game that they could have won, uh, if they can just clean some of those things out. So desperation, I wouldn't, I wouldn't you know, uh, use that word right now. Uh, disappointment, yes, uh, but definitely raring to go to get back out there in front of their home crowd, uh, and, and, and show everybody what they're capable of doing. You know, we weren't disappointed that Chandler Jones left because, to be honest with you, he wasn't very good, you know, his last year here. He had a couple of good games, but most of the time he was he, he disappeared. Uh, my partner said it best the other day. It wasn't so much that Chandler left. It's that they didn't replace him. They really didn't get anybody to replace him. But just give me your thoughts. I mean, what did, what did the Raider fans and the Raider hopeful think that they were getting when, when you spent all that money on Chandler Jones? Well, I think the good news for the Raiders is that he wasn't being counted, and I don't think he's being counted on uh, to be the answer. I think the answer is over on the other side, number 98, Max Crosby. And so they, they feel like they're getting somebody, albeit, um, you know, at the, uh, the the second stage of his career, maybe not the same guy that he was two, three years ago, four years ago, but somebody as a compliment to Max Crosby, who's, uh, you know, on the, on the up, uh, is going to be able to be somebody that teams have to account for. We'll get his numbers, um, you know, provided he stays healthy. He might not be the Chandler Jones that we that that, that we know and remember, 
but as a secondary piece opposite somebody like uh, Max uh, Crosby, uh, can definitely give them what they need. So uh, I don't think there's expectations that he's going to get 20 sacks, 17 sacks. Uh, but if he could get right around 10, 11, 12, uh, but also consistently get pressure on the quarterback, play the run as well, be a veteran presence, which he definitely is uh, in, the, in the locker room and help free up other guys to, uh, to get their numbers too, including Max. Uh, that it would have been money well spent. Vinny Bonsignor, he is the beat writer who covers the Raiders for the Vegas Review Journal, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Maybe the big question is just reading all the stories coming out of Vegas after week one. The, the, the pressure that Derek Carr was under in that game, now granted a lot of that's Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa, they're obviously terrific and, and will be terrific. But the rotating offensive line, and, and I read where Josh McDaniels is planning on doing that again this week. What's been the reason behind that, and and do you think it will be better this week? It probably has to be better because the Cardinals don't have much of a pass rush. What's been the reason behind that offensive line? Well, uh, to answer that question, um, they just feel like they still need a couple of games um, to figure out the right side of the offensive line. Uh, A couple of things happened in training camp. Number one, uh, well, Alex Leatherwood just completely, uh, you know, uh, just did not accept uh, the challenge of competing for his job, he's gone. Um, as training camp went on, Thayer Munford, the rookie from Ohio State, started emerging as the likely starter, but then he got hurt, um, missed the last two preseason games, a whole bunch of practices, wasn't cleared until August 31st. So um, they, they weren't able to get it solidified in training camp because of that injury. So it kind of continued into the regular season. Uh, and then on top of that, Dylan Parham, the rookie, uh, from Memphis, the third-round pick, started coming along big time uh, in training camp and started pushing Lester Cotton for the starting job at right guard. They just weren't ready to uh, to make that, you know, uh, definitively, that, that decision definitive. Uh, so they gave it another game uh, for for them to kind of, you know, sort sort through it uh, a little bit. Now, here's here's the thing. The right side of the offensive line played really well on uh, on Sunday. Not great, but it played better than the left side. And so I think that, um, they, they liked what they saw from the right side, even with the rotation. It was the left side, Colton Miller, having an unusually bad game. He really never plays that, that, that poorly, but he did. Um, that's what needs to kind of get uh, cleaned up. And on top of that, they, did, they didn't do a good job on blitz pickup. Josh uh, Jacobs, Amir Abdullah had bad games uh, in that phase. Uh, Darren Waller missed an easy block. Uh, and that led to a sack of Devontae Adams, of all people. But but they feel like um, they're going to get it squared away. And, and you know, I know that people have talked about, wow, this has never happened. Wow, this is unusual. But I think Josh McDaniels is looking at it as just because it hasn't happened before or just because this isn't uh, a normal approach shouldn't be the reason he doesn't do what he feels he needs to do for these first couple of weeks of the season to really nail down uh, what the right side of the offensive line looks like. Here's one little monkey wrench uh, into the whole equation, though. Their center, Andre James, uh, suffered a concussion on yeah. Sunday. Um, I don't know what his status is right now, but um, it's probably, I would say, doubtful. They haven't made that you know uh, declaration just yet. And if he can't go, then there's a chance that Dylan Parham, the right guard, is going to play center. He cross-trained at that position throughout training camp. They prepared for a moment like this uh, by doing that. Kind of projects better as a as a center that that he does a guard, so that might be his long range position anyway. So if that happens and Parham has to play has to play center, then that changes the whole dynamic of the rotation. Maybe Lester Cotton uh, plays exclusively at right guard, and we'll see what happens at right tackle. I would expect Thayer Munford and Jermaine Illuminar 
at right tackle to continue to uh, switch on and off a little bit in that game. Those targets for Devontae Adams, man, I, you know, I, I don't know if we expected that many, but Hunter Renfro, who was great for you guys last year, had 103 receptions. He didn't, he didn't have a ball thrown his way, I think, until like late in the third quarter. So is that something that they need to figure out, or you think this is going to be a heavy Devontae Adams every single week? Yeah, I think that um, I, I, I'm with you. I think that they need to um, you know, balance it out a little bit. And they started doing that in the second half. Um, it wasn't just Hunter. Uh, also, Darren Waller got more involved uh, in the second half, caught a big pass to get him into scoring uh, position uh, to make it a 24-19 game. So I think that, you know, in, in, in Derek's defense, you know, he and Devontae Adams are literally best friends, and this goes back a long way. And they've been talking about this reunion for years. Um, it's something that they were planning on and trying to hope for and trying to make happen. And, you know, this is their first game back Sunday was. Uh, in a, you know, together since college, and it was there was a lot of anticipation for this. I would imagine that Derek was a little geeked up. He kind of gets like that sometimes, um, and maybe overdid it a little bit uh, in terms of Devontae. Although saying that, it's hard. You know, you can almost make a justif- ju- justified argument to get him the ball every time. He's that good. Yeah. Uh, but I do think for the Raiders' purposes, um, they need to balance it out a little bit and and get Hunter more involved again and Devon- and uh, Darren more involved again. And if he if they do, which I think they will, it's going to be a, a scary kind of an offense trying to decide as a defensive coordinator who to take out uh, each week because there's a bunch of guys on this team that can that can make you pay for that kind of a decision. Vinny, we appreciate the time. Thank you for coming on. You are a good man for joining us. <laughs> You're a good man. For Thank joining you very us much. I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. We'll see you guys out here.